your source for all things Texas Tech. This is the Ask Level Podcast from Double T 97.3. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Ask Level Podcast, episode number 37. We're joining you for 37 weeks in a row. It's a long hitting streak there. Alongside Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. Appreciate you hanging out with us again for 30 minutes or so. What's happening, Level? How you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. Good, good. All is all is good. Uh, you know, with you, you mentioned hitting streak and all that. Uh, so, Red Raiders take uh, two of three from Sam Houston State this mm-hmm. weekend. Still, everybody seems to be a little panicky there. <laughs> I I think there's reason to be panicky just because the RPI is not not in your favor at this point. And then you look ahead to this coming weekend and you are going to take on a team that seems like they can't lose right now in West Virginia and their place. And that's really the last true RPI chance Texas tech has to, to boost the resume. Cause you got Kansas at home after that and they're not any good. So it, it it's a little dicey. If you start to look at the projections and the, the people that know what they're, they're talking about like D one baseball or baseball America. So I think there's uh, nerves for a reason if you're a Texas Tech fan because you go from feeling a couple of weeks ago of okay can we can we host to now yeah. in the territory of uh, I mean I, get I, in the I, tournament I think we're are we past the point of saying you know you can host I, mean, I just I don't know I, I think you could win every single game including yeah. the Big Twelve tournament at this and point. it's still not necessarily happening yeah, I don't for know you. that that it would work out so. yeah because you need math to be on your side all that stuff anyway I just uh, yeah you know you you had a non conference series this weekend and you've just got what do you just play uh, it's just West Virginia and then you mm-hmm. host is it Kansas in the final. That's right, Kansas. So, yeah, so you you just have uh, you just have West Virginia, and Kansas, I think, left, and then it's Big Twelve tournament time. I think that's that's pretty much it. Some midweek stuff, but yeah, baseball kind of winding down. But uh, anyway, it, it's just I don't know if this is necessarily true or not. I, uh, however, I will say I do think there is truth to what I'm about to say. I think because uh, I, I I see the gnashing see here the gnashing mm-hmm. of teeth as it relates to. Coach Tadlock, Coach Gardner, the program in sure. general. Um, th- there, there's a look. The expectations are very high. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, uh, and, and it's the, the, the folks that we just mentioned have a most and a lot to do with those expectations being so high. Yeah, but there's also a spoiled component to your fan base a little bit as it relates to baseball. You know, it's like Absolutely. the sport. The sport is hard. You know, I, I just think you you got to a point where there was a stretch where you kind of just rolled out of bed and you contended for the conference championship and you hosted NCAA tournament games and you were pretty much, you know, semi favorite or, or or should have gone to Omaha there, mm-hmm. there in in a stretch. And again, it's hard. You know, the the sport's hard, and you get hit by the draft every year. You try to replace, um, yeah. and so. You know, but it's not like they've had it. They're they're having a terrible season. They they've no. won what what is it like 32, 33, 34 games? You're at thirty-two right now. Yeah. Thirty-two, yeah. Okay, sorry, I, I gave him a couple extra ones. Well, you're on planning that. on this week, of course. I'm a glass half full guy. Yeah, yeah. I get I get the RPI part of it. Some of that out of your control. Some of it is in your control. Anyway, it's just been interesting to see kind of the 
you know, the discussion there amongst uh, folks and, and I, and I get it. And, and I think uh, coach Tadlock, I mean, he, he, he wants high expectations and, and all that. I just think it, at some point you do have to realize like before you, you, you just lose your mind over it. They've been really good. They've still won 32 games this year. The, the, the book isn't finished being written yet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and I, and I get it. You're, you're giving up too many hits and runs and you're not winning enough games. And, and this, this comes with it. Uh, so uh, nobody's mad at the hitting coach or whoever's coaching offense <laughs> because they're putting up uh, big time runs more often than not, but we're used to that. So. Well, you're uh, down season. You're making, you, you had a down season last year and you made the NCAA tournament. You're having a down season per se this year. And you're still on pace to make the NCAA tournament. So you can look around elsewhere. Look at TCU. That's a storied program, a really good program. They're they're not going to make the tournament unless they have a huge turn right now. Again, they they missed the tournament a couple of years ago as well. Tech is still if you it's it's easy to sit here and say put it into perspective, but we have been spoiled and and four Omaha trips in a in a short span will do that to a fan base. But you also have to to get out of the football mindset that we all seem to be in West Texas. Cause it seems like a lot of times when you lose one baseball game, the, the, the sky is falling at times. So it, it's still baseball. Um, yeah. There are absolutely flaws with this team, but if you make the tournament, it's, it's still a good season may not be a great season, but it's still a good season. If you can get to the tournament and then see what happens. And, and right now I think this, this team still is on pace for that, but you got to go, uh, do some stuff this week and that's uh, two games against Abilene Christian and then West Virginia. So some important games coming. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I guess mean, one and one and a half games against Abilene Christian. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and you're, you're down. Uh, yeah. What was it? Six, six, nothing? six, nothing in the fourth yeah, inning right. is where you'll yeah. pick that one up. So, Yeesh. so there's the baseball bit for this week. Yeah, uh, it just, it just felt like it was important to touch on no, it. And that's kind of, you can start to see the end of the, the light at the end of the tunnel with the mm-hmm. season and, um, you know, I, I've seen lots of opinion out there and, uh, and, and again, I get it. That's the beauty of it. I mean, they, uh, you know, no, nobody's above criticism that this is part of the sport. You, sure. you, you know, you, you make a, a lot of money and, and all that. I just think you also kind of have to keep it in perspective too, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is a, this is a program that's been really, that's been rolling, uh, a lot and, uh, you know, but again, if you don't host in back-to-back years and, you know, I mean, you know, that th- that's uh, that that would be interesting to kind of follow to see kind of how how that goes. If if you start to trend, you know, like one season doesn't make a trend, a couple of seasons, that's fair right. uh, to start kind of, sit, you know, trying to paint it with a broad brush. But anyway, so we shall we shall see. Yeah, uh, as as old Billy Clyde Gillespie used to say that was here on on campus for a brief bit. No one ever rose to low expectations. No one could ever rise to low expectations. So you want the re- expectations hey, high. And first of all, Billy Clyde Gillespie said a lot of things. I actually learned quite a few things <laughs> he uh, from him too. Yeah, he, he, he uh, yeah, just an interesting guy at, at Tarleton. Uh, Very much so. Tarleton now uh, and Luke Adams is on I, his staff. I was about to so, say, yeah. I just saw that this week. That's that's pretty interesting yep. to see, yep. see Adams there. Um, one question I, I heard and this is taking a a hard left turn here, but um, any chance that we see Mark Adams get on a staff anywhere else? Or do you think Mark Adams is, 
is taking this year they're off. Well, I mean, Ole Miss continues to be rumored as far as mm-hmm. uh, a possibility. I mean, that that's been in in sure. the ether uh, for two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know his plane. Uh, I believe Mark and his wife Monica have a they have a, an aircraft, and mm-hmm. uh, that that was uh, in Oxford for a day and a half uh, ish about a week, week and a half ago. Uh, So, you know, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Sure. Part of me finds that hard to believe. Part of me thinks like I would, I would believe anything. So I just, yeah, I, I, cause there's the PR part of it too, based on how he exited here. I don't know the way that the language was written on the buyout. If it's got offset language and, and all those things were, if he goes and takes another job, then tech doesn't owe him as much money. I mean, all those things. So I'm not, right. I'm not real sure uh, with some of that stuff, but uh, uh, yeah. So I, I, I just wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't rule out anything. I just know this basketball is the dude's life. Yeah. He, uh, he is very much uh, that is his, that and tennis are his hobbies. And I don't know how he will fill the time without it. You yeah, know, uh, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, that has been his life for the better part of what thirty to forty years. Yeah, my and dad I, used I, to tell me stories of yeah. he he used to ride the bus as the team manager with Mark Adams and his first uh, job at Clarendon College, and yeah. that it since I mean, and Mark was like twenty three when he had that job, so it he has always uh, done basketball. I guess yeah. there was a stint where it was a little hockey there, but, but since then outside of yeah, that, but it's, even it's... then he was still kind of involved in the game and did, yeah. did some different things. He's always been around sports. And so I, but I, yeah, yeah I don't, I don't, I really don't know. So yeah. it should I'll, be interesting uh, to yes, just kind of watch definitely. that from afar. But uh, speaking of basketball shifting there um, and, and one of our listeners asked a question specifically on um someone that was supposed to visit this weekend for Texas Tech, um, Warren Washington from Arizona State. He's a he's a seven-footer, right? I have, I have the guy right. Yeah, 6'11", seven-foot, uh, okay. 225. He's been here since, uh, you know, so at the time you and I are talking, I think he's still here. Okay. Uh, I don't have any, any kind of – feel for if the you know he 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 did make his visit he was at the baseball game or one mm-hmm. of the baseball games over the weekend uh i don't know i, I you know I, I i he's gonna be very difficult to get um i think that there's a reason why you desperately want him um i uh th- this is why to me this is why losing bacho was such a blow because if you if you have bacho it, boy, you, you're just covered at the post position. Um, and and now without him, you, you desperately need somebody like Warren Washington. And and again, there's a lot of teams that desperately need a big like that too. Those guys are just, they're really difficult to find. And so that's why maybe I was higher on trying to keep Bacho more than most. I don't know. I know the staff wanted to keep him. I don't think that, uh, that I think that was just kind of a weird deal, but anyways, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, it, it creates a need uh, with him going to Louisiana sure. tech. And so Warren Washington. Yeah. I mean, is, is a, is a, you know, and again, if it's not him, you got to have somebody like it, man, you, you just do. And, and yeah. technically 
somebody's plural, you know. So uh, and he's but, quite the uh, defender too, right? I mean, that's so he would fit into. Yeah, the I, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I think most of the guys that uh, that Grant is looking at in his staff, uh, they can buy into that end of the floor. Um, I, 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 you know, I do think you still need some, you know, because I, I look it up. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's like when you get into these basketball conversations because you know th- there's a few names that that get into the portal and then you start to recognize their name and then they go different places and you know and then they they if they commit elsewhere you kind of take them off your radar but there was three kids last week that uh committed uh Hunter Dickinson goes to to Kansas and play playing for Bill Self and you've got uh was it Kendall Weaver and I think mm-hmm. uh Arik Onyeme, I hope I didn't screw that up. He's the UTEP kid. Yeah, you you were involved with those two kids, the UTA kid, and the UTEP kid. They both commit to Texas, so you're going to deal with it twice this year. Yep. And then Hunter Dickinson, you're going to deal with maybe once or twice this year. The the scary thing about like Hunter Dickinson though is that that's a kid that can get them twenty any any time he wants. Sure. You can get twenty any given night, uh, and I don't know if you have that player on your team or, or really close to it. Last year you had Kevin O'Banner, you know, right now, I mean, I, I guess that's Pop Isaacs, but there, there's just not a lot of scoring on paper. Now maybe Chance McMillan and and uh, Darian Williams can can maybe increase some of that. But I right. mean, with, if, even if Lamar stays and, and Robert Jennings and you see what I'm saying? There's just oh, not yeah. a lot of, on paper, there's not a lot of bucket getters uh, that, that, that I would say on paper that kind of make your life easier. So a uh, long way to go here and trying to build this roster for sure. And again, that, maybe DeMorion or Kerwin Walton. I don't know. And, and that being said, um, I know Jalen Tyson's taking visits. Is there any chance we see him back at Texas Tech? A chance? Sure. I, I don't, I, Just, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, you know, I'll be careful how I phrase it. I wouldn't rule anything out mm-hmm. uh, with Bacho, with, Jalen Tyson, all that stuff, but that's not what I'm. Uh, I, I would not anticipate that. That that would be a surprise to me. So, we continue to get questions throughout the week, or I see questions a lot of why. Why are we seeing or hearing nothing really out of Texas Tech's camp right now? Why has it been basically radio silence for the last few weeks? We'll hear that there's a visitor in town, or find out about that, but still on the coaching front in terms of a a third assistant if those first two guys are your assistants in those two roles um and and really just it, it just feels like there's a thirst for knowledge from Texas Tech basketball fans which is a good thing because people want to that they're wanting to um know about your program and wanting to be excited about your program but it just feels like that well is dry right now in terms of the the knowledge factor yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I, I just think Grant. This is his pace. I think this is kind of how he wants to go about things. I think there's not a lot of, um, you you know, there's not a lot of staff, and so there's just not a lot of activity. And you know, I, I do know that they they sent out some stuff over the weekend about their basketball camp coming up in mid June. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, Cooper Anderson was one of the contacts there. He is. Uh, one of the holdovers from the previous staff, maybe the only one. He was uh, one of the lead, you know, kind of head manager or whatever. And so I guess he's uh, he is working with uh, 
with Coach McCaslin and, and, and staff, and obviously Coach Brower and Coach AC, and then Coach McCaslin and Coach uh, Wright, I think the strength coach, but there's just not a lot of uh, activity over there. And, you know, look, I don't think Grant can worry about everybody's concerns about lack of information. But the flip side is, you know, I was always taught in the absence of information, people sometimes make up their own. Right. And 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 I think a lot of people are choosing to kind of make up their own panic or negative sure. or or worry or whatever, as opposed to to having info out there. And so, but again, that's you know, that that's that's uh you know, I, I, Grant may not even be aware of anything like that. He may not be worried about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, and again, all that matters is, you know, choice. We can sit here and push that panic button and Absolutely. all that. It's November, December. It's the yep. scoreboard. Um, is their roster anywhere near complete? No. And um, I, I think if you've got the same roster in, in three weeks from now and no staff hired, I think it's probably fair to go. Okay, uh, I gave it some time. Uh, however, yeah. because and what people out th- this is part of the problem. You see everybody else having fun or having the party or 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 landing these players or or this high profile player, and you you feel like you're you're very vulnerable right now because mm-hmm. you're you know you're not. And and a couple of the players that were uh, you know that committed to Texas, you, you know you were linked to sure. or involved with, whether you ultimately wanted them or not. I mean, you were you were rumored to at least host those two and then they yep. both committed to texas not that they either one of them will be the end-all be-all or anything like that but uh anyway i and, and it's easy for me to sit here and say just be patient i i get it people are right. fired up they're they're they want to know they're concerned they they want to know they kind of want to ride the wave and and when they there is no they don't see any kind of wave whether it be high or low mm-hmm. they kind of go what's going on you know yep. what's you know free i'm freaking out here yeah, totally get it. Um, but it's I do wonder if, like you said, if McCaslin's even that aware of of the message boards or the the <laughs> chat lines out there of the of the you know kind of um, fabricated panic and panic's probably a bit of a strong word, but un, unrest uh, yeah. among the fan base um in what it sits right now but we'll see um and, and maybe he comes out and because i know he was on a podcast i guess with john rothstein this week so maybe he becomes a little more public but i know what what tech fans want him to be doing is is putting together that roster and that staff right now so um it's just kind of a wait and see mode for for the next few weeks and i guess the expectation is that some of those some of the spots start to fill in but um who knows so level uh stadium renovations where do we sit right now among uh what what you've got at at jones stadium um and do, do we is this a for sure thing that we see joey mcguire climb this this crane is that a real thing yeah I, I, I well he, he was gonna wait till after his daughter's wedding it's De- debbie made him uh debbie mcguire made him uh, make that promise yeah. or whatever so that wedding was this past weekend. So okay. I, I'm not real sure. I guess we'll we'll see. Maybe maybe on a on a very uh, no wind kind of day. Maybe they want to get a little social social media activity out of it and yeah and all that. Get some get some likes going and and, and all those things. I don't know. I would want sure. no part of it. So we'll see. 
as as far as stadium renovations go, the Board of Regents, uh, there was an introduction to three different uh, new regents, I think, late last week. Uh, I think Clay Cash and Tim Culp were two of the three. Uh, I've, I've met and known both guys, phenomenal people. Uh, so yeah, you, you, you've, and you've got, you know, obviously Cody Campbell and Dusty Womble on the board of regents too. So T- Tim was uh, a heavy influencer in kind of allowing, you know, or facilitating tech going to Midland with whether it be the, the minor league baseball park that where they'd have a game or whether you're having those spring scrimmages and things like that. Just an awesome, awesome guy. I think Clay Cash, obviously his family is part of the the nutrition uh, you know, the, 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 as you, everybody hear the, the cash, you know, mm-hmm. and, and eating and, yeah. uh, the, the nutrition uh, component and all that stuff. So yeah, they, they've done some really, really good things, but part of that, uh, those board of regents meetings, uh, last week is they did approve. And I think open session, uh, that th- this project is, is going to cost total project is, is going to be on the North side of two fifty uh, as far as millions of dollars. I think is part of the uh, renovations when they start really getting into this uh, stuff after the season, brand new Wi-Fi system, uh, brand new sound system, and then a brand new video board on the North end of the stadium. And the, the video board sound system are kind of linked in that the current big video board that's up there right now, it's got these panels of speakers on the side. Yeah. Okay. It is my understanding that that structure will be completely video board now, uh, or or, or it will be after this current season. And I don't, but I don't know what that means with the the sound and where that goes and how they will do it and all those things. So um, I don't probably have all of the info there, but I do know because when I think when this kind of got reported, People like a new video board right there. Yeah, because there's two, there will also be two corner boards uh, angled right. in the, uh, the south in the end. south end. Yeah. Similar to if you've ever been to Lincoln, Nebraska in their stadium, that's kind of how they have it. Uh, there's a big video board and there's these two in the corners that are kind of angled yeah. that are smaller and they kind of. They also know, have are, that at, at, uh, at TCU too. Much smaller video boards, but don't they have a couple of, of ones on the opposite end that are pretty. Pretty little, I think. It uh... do they really? Yeah, I've been, they're, I've they're been little, stadium, but I've but been they in a stadium them. a million times. I uh, okay. Well, and I, say, it, I, I think it is a necessity, and this is just from. I knew there was one. To... I knew there was one. It may just angle. be one. You may be. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. It's. But this it, will have two. Yeah. It, yeah. It, there, I believe there's one at TCU's that's like kind of on the corner where the their corner. basketball arena is or whatever. Yeah. And it's a much smaller one. Yeah. But this one will have two. So you would have three total boards. I was just like, man, I, you know, you, you I, might be right. I'm just, I'm just going off. No, you're there. good. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I think you're, you're actually, you are right. Uh, Cause you, you but uh, I guess we're both right. Cause I think there, I think there is just the makes, one. I don't but think yeah, there's it one is. in the in the corner. Yeah. So yeah. I do, th- but I think it is a necessity um, just from a fan standpoint, sitting in the stands, that sort of thing. If you get those seats that are next to the video board right now, it's impossible to watch a replay. Cause there's, there's certain angles in there. You can't, I mean, you could try to turn and you, you really just can't see it. So this is a great addition and will be great. To, I, I think as you're fighting, basically, People that want to stay home and watch games on yeah on TV, it's, it's, it's amenities and, yeah. and the Wi-Fi. 
issue yeah. has been there for years and i i think it's it's weird it, it, it's a bit better now than it was because they've spent some money on it and i think you know the, the tricky thing is it's called jones at&t stadium and so <laughs> yeah. i i think but in enhancing the wi-fi when you get that much uh bandwidth going on at the same time and i think it was expensive to try to address it's even more expensive to kind of redo it mm-hmm. uh but i think that's what they're choosing to do because there was these arguments that like college kids man if they couldn't get their their social media their snapchat oh, yeah. or their tiktoks going or twitter or whatever if they didn't have wi-fi it's like if i can't use my phone I'm, I'm out i'd rather just stay stay at home and you know that this is why it, it's things like improving wi-fi it's things yeah. like playing other games before your game even starts in the pregame or like doing more with scores just because you don't want people to feel like because they've chosen to go to a game that they're missing out on something, whether it be Wi-Fi on their phone or what's going on in the rest of the conference or the country. And so that's why I think there's a conscious decision by a lot of these uh, stadiums and in-house venues to make sure that you aren't missing a thing. You know, we're going to, we're going to blow stuff up with pyro. We're going to LED light this thing up. Uh, we're we're going to keep you in the loop on whatever's going on. We're going to make sure your phone is working and all that. It's all in the name of trying to keep you there, keep you engaged, and keep coming back. Because this is the lifeblood of college football programs or, or ticket sales and obviously recruiting too. But, you know, getting people to football games is key. I mean, that that is just so all that. And, and Credit to Kirby, credit to, to Cody Campbell and Dusty Womble and all these people that have kind of had their hands. And there's a, so many others that have had their hands in this project uh, on the uh, south end, but they just aren't missing anything. So you're getting new turf, you're mm-hmm. getting new lighting, you're getting new sound, new Wi-Fi, new, new visual with the TV right. and everything, and then just unbelievable structure on the, uh, on the south end. So I, I can't wait. I wish we could kind of skip through the, hard, the the painful part of this process and just kind sure. of get to the end. But uh, all you're getting this year is new turf and new lights. Okay, Level. So uh, one more before we continue on here. I saw an article by Barry Trammell with the Oklahoman. So consider the source. He yeah, put out a ranking. Quarterback rankings. Yep, yeah, the quarterback rankings. Yeah. Put out the quarterback rankings for each Big 12 team. And I thought it was rather interesting. He puts Texas Tech nine out of the 14 teams. Do you think there are eight teams in the Big 12 that have a better quarterback situation than Texas Tech right now? You know, we we get our feelings hurt around here, um, depending on how your team is ranked or or whatever. If you're Barry Trammell, okay, who is widely respected, okay, sure. he is an old head and he is very respected. He's been around this league more than almost anybody else and right. has written about multiple different conferences because Oklahoma and Oklahoma State have been in a variety of different leagues while he's been on the beat. Think about it from his standpoint. We 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 want to see the positives out of Tyler Shuck and, and Baron Morton. Let's think about this. Yeah. Has has Tyler Shuck ever stayed healthy? The answer is no. No. Uh Baron Morton, how many games has he won as a starter? The answer is one. Okay. Um, I was trying to think yeah. if there was more than he's, one. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's one and two. He beat West Virginia. 
Yeah. Um, if if I turn that on last year and watch uh, Barron play against Baylor, how, what do you think my takeaway is? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, man. If yeah. I watch him against Oklahoma State, I mean, again, my takeaway is like, oh goodness. Ooh, but again, he got ding, he got dinged up and they lost. Yes. Um, I, I think if you if you just choose to look at at Shuck and in the last in the four game winning streak, and, and just just kind of you know, but then I then I'm asking myself, okay, can we do that for 13 games? Is that mm-hmm. is that possible? Because you've never done it, you know, you 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 haven't, and so yeah, that that that's why I think it's fair to look. I I'm not trading your upside and your potential and your one two punch for anybody else's. But I, I get, you know, I I, I do scoff at Jalen Daniels and uh, oh, is it, <laughs> it is it Tyler Bean? Is that right? Yes, Bean. Yeah, Jason Bean. Excuse me, Jason Bean, being like the best situation yeah. ever. Um, they are talented, but right. I just don't. I think part of that is like there, there's not near enough supporting cast around them. I have no issue with Oklahoma's ranking because they have a yes, because Dylan Gabriel to me. That's the best quarterback that's coming back in the Big 12. If you do a quarterback would... ranking list, yeah, I, it's it's either him or Jalen Daniels. But I think Jalen Daniels, you are you you are kind of betting on whatever. Dylan Gabriel did it. He barely missed any time. His stats are better than everybody else's by far. Um, and I mean, it, it, it was kind of a runaway as far as his numbers compared to everybody else's. And they've got a five star kid sitting right behind him. Sure. You know, like, and there's not many of those, you know, and he, apparently the kid had a, a phenomenal spring. So I saw it. Uh, I, I kind of like furrowed my brow a bit. Uh-huh. And then I got to thinking about, it. I'm like, you know, this is fair. I'm not going to get my feelings hurt over it. It's, it's a sure. fair. Um, I think there's some questions that, that you should ask. I don't know about Baylor's ranking there. They were I, like, pretty high sorry i lost it yeah yeah they were they were high i think they were six yeah well they were they're above you i think uh i think texas is uh texas no texas is six pardon me yeah Uh, see and i think you could make the argument that that should be higher but again so much of it is projection okay because texas has i mean there are people that think yours could be a draft pick next year you know and then they're then Arch Manning is one of the most highly recruited high school football players in the history of recruiting. Sure. And then you've also got another a five-star kid that's sitting there, Malik Murphy. Is that right? Um, yes. Yeah. So, again, I guess what I what I scoff at or okay. have the is that you're sitting right next door to Hunter Deckers in Iowa State. They're they're tenth, and it's like, really, is that the same breath you should be breathing <laughs> right now? Because you look at the what you said, the upside. And and a lot of it is hope and and thoughts there and and these are what these rankings are for. They're to mull over and say you're wrong or you're right here or there. So I mean, it, Barry Trammell's doing his job with and and getting someone like me to to bring it up. Um, but yeah, I I don't think there's necessarily a a perfect ranking list and and I don't have a a lot of beef with it. But just at at first glance, when you I look at it and say, wow, Texas Tech's nine out of 14 teams. I don't think you finish nine out of 14 teams if you rank this again at the end of the season. If you do, then I don't know that you're having as good of a season as some people are are hoping around here. But 
I don't know, maybe your defense can carry you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, y'all can go check out that whole one up at the Oklahoman. And, and you know, the, the the beautiful thing about those lists yeah. is that it get it gets the people talking. It does. I mean, we get we get to talking oh, exactly. and we love we love the ranking, we love the list. Sure. And you can't really prove or disprove somebody's thought process. Right. Especially in May. Yeah, there's no you know, correct it, or wrong. No, because I'm like, well, I'm going off of upside. I'm going uh-huh. off of NFL potential. I'm going sure. off of strictly what they have done to this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. that's that's the beauty of the list. This is Absolutely. why we like them so much. This is why we argue. <laughs> there was a time when I would, uh, you know, want to, you know, kick the wall or, or, <laughs> or, or, or say something uh, frustrating after I saw something like that. But yeah. Um, but yeah. it's where you say, okay, go, go prove him wrong. If you're a Texas tech fan, it's like Tyler Shuck, you can go prove him wrong this year or Baron Morton or both, but hopefully, you know, it'd be nice if you had a quarterback start a lot of games in one season. I will say this shift it around. I will say this. I think this is a different list. This is quarterback rooms, correct? Or like quarterback positions yeah. groups. Yeah. Not starters necessarily. See, so I um, I do think, though, if you listed individuals, I think this is a much different list. I'd agree with that, yeah. And I think Texas Tech's Tyler Shuck, mind you, ends up higher on a list if it's just individuals. Yeah. You know, it's, as opposed to the room. Now, in no way am I suggesting that Baron Morton's addition – should drop you deal because I love Baron Morton. Baron Morton is the future here. He may very well be the starter here. He may yeah. very well play a bunch of games this year. But if you're talking individuals, to me, it's it's Jalen Daniels and Dylan Gabriel one two. However you want to do it, mm-hmm. I think Chandler Morris deserves kind of a an argument. He did win the job out of camp last year, and and Which then Heisman Trophy right? finalist. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, I think he deserves some some kind of mentions. I think Quinn Ewers definitely deserves some mentions. Yeah. Uh, but but Blake Shapin, uh, John Michael, uh, John Reese Michael, I think the kid at UCF. I mean, there there's some different guys there, but I think Tyler Shuck would, would definitely be in the five top five or six sure. based on he's an NFL prospect. He's got the measurables. He's won four his last four games. He didn't lose a start yeah. uh, last year that he started in, and all those things. So, anyway, I've rambled on enough. Woodman, let's take it <laughs> well, to the house. Uh, we'll uh, we'll do this again next week. Okay. Well, well real yeah. quick, real quick. There was a uh, there was a squeeze. I, I want to squeeze a question in from our guy Kyle Lovern because I forgot to mention this one. I know, and you they, know what? You Kyle, I know Kyle Lovern. I, okay. I I, we're gonna punt that to next week. I need way okay. too much time. Okay. Okay. We will do that. Yeah, I'll because ask. it. It's a it's a question that deserves uh, some some explanation, and it's That's a fair. list. And yeah. I don't think you want to just toss it out there willy nilly. So, Coach Lovern, love yeah. you, brother. We'll talk about it uh, next week's edition. But I, I love the hoops questions, man. There we Bring go. it on. We will yeah. do that. Level, appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. Happy thirty uh, seventh. We'll we'll <laughs> see you when you turn thirty eight next week. Sounds great. That's Chris Level. I'm Choice Woodman been listening to the ask level podcast powered by double t 97.3 you've been listening to the ask level podcast powered by double t 97.3